0: It's going to be a very, very intense journey. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Episode 70 of Frame Skip, a video game podcast. I am one of your hosts, George Loftus, and I'm joined by a very special assembly of some of my favorite people. Joining me through the magical wonder that is the Internet, we've got Austin, the man who puts the hot in Hotlanta, Austin Eller. How's it going, Bada-bing, Austin?
1: Bada-boom. How's it going, George? What's up? Yeah, getting ready for that Many
0: Saints in Newark movie, baby. You you Is that what know what the bada bang was? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Perfect. Such a soprano's head. Yeah. Austin, know. have you ever heard of this film before? Right now, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Oh man, <laughs> that's uh, that makes me feel old that you're There's not. There's so
2: excited. much going on with that movie. Oh my god, I'm like geeked out to hell for it.
0: Yeah, we we were all in college by the time Austin was born, so. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
3: I never
4: went to college. Joke's on you. Neither did I. (laughs) Joke's on me.
0: Also joining me is Elijah, the ladies' man, Steel. Happy September
3: 28th. 25 years ago today, the outbreak happened in Raccoon City. Oh, is that true? Yeah. September 28th Was was when Resident Evil 3 took place in 1996. It came out in 98, but it took place in 96 because of the first game.
0: Very cool. Most cool things came out in 98, but took place in 96. So that yeah, that sense. was when I was born. I was born during the. The zombie Pandemic. invasion. Yeah, yeah. Classic
4: <laughs> outbreak, baby. Checks out. uh,
0: also joining us a voice you probably haven't heard in a minute. We got Kyle, the coach Newman coach. How you doing? I,
2: I'm doing a hell of a lot better today than I was a week ago. Let's put it that way.
0: Hey, that's the spirit. Wait, is it Coach the Kyle Newman? Is that his? Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know he had a real name. It's the coach Kyle Newman. That's okay, the order. Smart. That's the order. I, I don't host very often. I'm officially calling him Coach the Kyle Newman from now coach on. Coach the Kyle Newman. Coach uh, Newman. Coach, congratulations on your Cowboys just absolutely destroying the Eagles. You know, finally, it's
2: like we get a game where it's not stressful, you know? Like, once we got that pick six, then it was like, okay, I could, like, breathe easy.
0: Yeah, you guys, you won that game in the second quarter, yeah. I took my jersey off before halftime. Yeah, sorry. But I
2: do want to say yesterday, it was official. I got pulled off the list to deploy. Let's go, baby! So I am not leaving. (laughs) gabagool
0: baby! <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so I'm excited, relieved. I gotta find a new house, but I'm excited and I'm relieved.
0: That's great. And you get to stay with your stay with your kids, keep keep on coaching in the free world.
2: Well, I'm not coaching right now.
0: Coaching so, mathematics. But yeah. There you go. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, all right. And you might have heard a fifth voice, right? Mathematically. Yeah, that's five. We're five. Yeah. yeah uh, yes. That is a name that has been mentioned on this podcast several times. One of my all-time favorite people, one of my very best friends. Uh we got Fabio. Fabio Santana is joining us.
4: Hi. That's a really nice uh intro, George. Thank you. Hey, yeah.
0: He is very good at that. Um Fabio and I first met back in I want to say it was 2013, right? At e Oh, who knows
4: time anymore, George? We've yeah, forgotten I about th- years since. He- I think it was. I
0: think it was uh, E3 2013. We were both writing for a website back then. And uh, people needed a place to stay while they were attending the event. And uh, I offered up my floor. And uh, yeah, been pretty inseparable ever since. I love. Yeah, some Talked people on, on were a
4: homeless in L.A. and uh, needed a place to stay. That was me. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah, I, that's how George and I met. And uh, it's really nice to meet the rest of y'all. We're here to talk about the Sopranos, right?
1: yeah exactly yeah, that's this that's this podcast Brainship
0: the Sopranos podcast yeah
3: I think yep. the story of how George and I met is probably my favorite story ever just because it was through a PlayStation Vita group
4: wow yeah. deep cuts me too yeah.
0: me too yep I think I'm still an admin of that group by the way I know I sure am like
4: two yeah, weeks ago oh, there was like
3: somebody somebody requested to join the group I'm like <laughs> they still exists. why <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we have been brought together this week to talk about video games, to talk about how much we love them, how much we think they're pretty, how much we enjoy talking to and about them. Uh, But before that, um, I got to ask you guys something. Hold on. I forgot to I forgot to look this up before I got here. So I'm I'm very sorry for being so unprofessional right now. That's okay. I just whipped out my
4: Vita. I love my Vita still. I, I lost my copy of Gi- Chinatown Wars on DS and uh, oh, went crazy looking for it one night and uh, couldn't find it. So I just downloaded on Vita instead. And apparently the Vita downloads at like three kilobytes per second. So I didn't play it that night. But man, Vita's still a great system.
3: Also, that sentence did not end how I expected. And I am very happy about that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know where it was going in your head, but I, I like it.
3: Well, usually when someone says they whip something out, I'm just.
1: Uh,
4: but yeah, my I, uh, I, we don't. I don't talk about like that. Uh, is that about a my Vita?
1: No, no. Is that a PlayStation Vita, <laughs> or are you They're just personal. happy to see me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's a Vita. Yeah. And I'm happy to see you. just dual dual annies on the front, baby. That's how you know it's a Vita. <laughs> I'm just
3: glad George wasn't, or or I wasn't the only one, because George said that fifth voice in
0: my head. I'm like. Wait, one, two, three. Four. Okay, yeah, five. Oh, I had to count. It's confusing. I'm, I'm so dumb and bad at math. Uh, sorry, I was looking up a question that we got uh, to the Frameskip Pod. Uh, at Frameskip Pod, uh, since Purplebird616, that's me, uh, usually starts the podcast off on something other than video games anyway, I thought I'd uh, direct a question or suggestion for him to talk about for next week. George, have you ever seen the Friday Night Lights TV series? I have, I absolutely adore the first season. I think it is borderline perfect television because it is just so stupidly dramatic, so dramatically lit. And it's basically just explosions in the sky soundtrack the entire time. It's absolutely incredible. I wanted to open this up and I wanted to ask you guys what some of your favorite TV shows to binge are. Oh, oh, sorry, that question was from Alden Townsend. Alden, thank you so much for your question. But uh, my my esteemed panel, what shows do you binge?
3: I saw the first uh, six episodes of that series, and it was super good. And then just got distracted. Uh, I, I will. Go back. I will go first. I'm actually binging a show right now that I find very bingeable, which is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I'm watching for the first time, and
0: I'll just put it on, and like three hours later, we're like, oh, okay, what happened? That's that was going to be one of mine. That is one of my favorite shows to fall asleep to. I've watched it, no joke. Five times since the pandemic started, like through every episode. It's just background noise. I've also learned,
3: and this is kind of a strange one, but I can easily binge watch The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Jesus Christ, what's wrong? Jeez.
3: With <laughs> <laughs> Are they doing a third
0: season this year?
3: So at the moment, no. Uh Mike Flanagan has plans for because technically... You know, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor aren't connected in any way. It's, they're not technically seasons of a show, but it's more of just the haunting series, kind of like a right. American Horror Story. So he has plans, but there's nothing official right now. Uh, that's why they moved on to Midnight Mass, which is fantastic, I'll say. Well, Home I was House pleasantly
2: surprised with uh, with last year's um, Bly Manor. Yeah, and it's the same actors. Yeah so is it the same director
3: yep mike flanagan he did those he did these three seasons he also did dr three um the new show midnight mass it's super good kind of the same style in a way like there are seven episodes i'm only on episode four right now and they're finally getting to the uh supernatural focus of this show but i will say episode three I think there deserves to be a like an award or two in there when it comes time for whatever award ceremonies for TV I don't even know anymore. But there needs to be one for that episode for an actor or two. Because I actually had to pause the episode and was like, wow.
4: Man, I was so crossfaded when I watched that show and I don't remember anything about it. We watched a neighbor came over to watch it with us. We were very excited when it came out. And then I was uh, not in a mental place to uh, watch that movie and pay attention. So <laughs> I don't know. I've heard that's really good though. Super good. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: What was the name of it again? Sorry. Midnight math. All right. Uh, Coach, what are your shows to, to binge watch?
2: Um, I'm a big X-Files guy. Um, so I could watch X-Files like any time. So X-Files is one of them. Um, and then recently, like, I could go back and watch The Mandalorian just because it has, it gives me such a good feeling when I watch it, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much I would say X-Files is my my go-to because I watched that religiously in the 90s. I've never seen it. Did you record
0: it-, it to VHS when it aired? DVD. You record? Oh, well, no, I only asked because, like... The first show I remember binging was uh, Friends and my brother was like away at school where he didn't have cable. And so we would actually record Friends and Seinfeld for him. And so we just had hours and hours and hours of those two shows on VHS tape. And I just remember like spending all day Sunday just building Legos and just having that stuff on in the background. And I'm just like, I think I invented binge television. So you're (laughs) welcome, world. Um, It's funny. (laughs)
3: Somewhere I have a VHS full of episodes of Beast Wars. Hell yeah.
4: (sighs) That show does not hold up. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I went back in my memory. I was like, I cannot wait to see this again. And I YouTubed it, and that did not look like I the way I thought it did when I was a kid.
2: You know what's bad? Yeah. That doesn't. And I ne- I didn't watch it when it was coming out because I was a li- I was already, um, I think either in in junior high or high school. But have you guys with the uh, with the He Man show that just recently? was dropped on uh, Netflix. Have you tried to watch any of the the original episodes back in the day?
0: It's pretty rough. Man,
2: oh, it's, man, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty rough. rough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Austin, what are your go-to binge shows? So I, I'm actually not much of a binge person, to be honest. I, I don't really binge too many shows, if ever. I, I used to a lot. I'd say probably the last one I did was Doctor Who. Um, just kind of, and that oh, was probably... Yeah. Probably around the time of like Peter Capaldi, so like the first like nine or ten seasons of New Doctor Who, I just I I could watch those forever. And and specifically though the first four seasons.
0: Um, oh my god, yeah, the Russell T. Davis era. Speaking of which, yes. Speaking of which, baby, coming back. I know.
1: (laughs) I know. So yeah, that's probably mine. Um, I'm trying to think of the last like new show that I binged. I think it was probably Parks and Rec. I watched that whole whole show in like maybe a couple weeks. So, awesome. I adored that show.
0: Uh just a real quick shout out, I think the West Wing is a better show because you can watch it in quick succession, so I recommend that. Uh I also know Fabio is a huge HBO head and I know he loves the show Succession. And yes. He's excited about that. Um Yeah. I, yeah. I'm excited for Curb Your Enthusiasm that's coming yeah. out in October. And uh, on October 1st, Seinfeld comes to Netflix. So I'm going to try to watch every episode oh, of Seinfeld yeah. and then every episode of Curb before the new season. I'm really That's excited
4: awesome. to finish building my Lego Seinfeld set and watch Seinfeld on Netflix and just I'm sit excited down all day to and push it
0: out. Oh, it's like when you watch Star Wars and you play with Star Wars action figures as a kid. It's going to be just like
4: that. Yeah. Or as an adult. Or, yeah, sorry.
0: I don't mean to age <laughs> shame anyone. <laughs> the the oh, only right. HBO shows
3: I've ever seen. Are seasons one through four of Game of Thrones and Chernobyl.
0: That's it. I've never seen another HBO show. They make a lot of good shows, man. Uh, The Wire might. The Wire like changed my life when I first. I've just never
3: really had access to them,
0: so like, I didn't have a way to watch them.
3: So,
2: I have them on DVD. I have this series on DVD, but once one series, I'm surprised that's not on HBO Max, which it should be. Because it originally aired was Tales from the Crypt.
4: That was an HBO oh, show? Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Oh, wow. I'm I have no positive. idea. Yeah. That's incredible.
3: I lied. I also saw seasons one through five of True Blood.
4: I forgot that was an HBO show. That's a Showtime yeah. show. It does not forgot- belong on HBO. Kick it to the yeah, Crypt.
0: Yeah, you're right. HBO is too good <laughs> to have a show like True, True Blood in its library. <laughs> I love That's True just Blood. A- it's just a horny CW show. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Super horny CW show. Um, yep. God, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, it's probably a rights issue because that is so complicated. Because I remember there was like a Tales from the Crypt cartoon that CBS tried to do like in the early 90s, late, late 80s. All right. Well, there was some good recommendations. Uh, but Alden, I absolutely adore Friday Night Lights. And the soundtrack's awesome. Uh, I really recommend just going on YouTube and just finding... Midwest emo playlists, like literally just search <laughs> Midwest emo. And then there's like a vibe that's just like a cold parking lot under a nightbed of stars, or like, you know, being at my favorite place with my favorite people. Like, there's just like so many different like situations that are, have just like a beautifully tailored Midwest emo. And it just sounds exactly like that show. I cannot recommend it enough. <sighs> but I think that's enough dilly dallying in the world of not Vigi games. So let's talk about some Vigi games. Would anyone like to go first? Just kidding. Coach, what have you been playing this week?
2: Well, once I got out of my funk, like for about two, two and a half, three weeks, I was just an emotional hot mess thinking that I was leaving. But recently I started, I actually started playing Age of Calamity. And I I tried when it first came out, but it just didn't grab me. And then once I learned Impa's moves this more recently. I can't put that damn game down. And I'll say one thing about this game. It has the most beautiful and amazing cutscenes to tell a story. Like, where were those in the original Breath of the Wild game? Like, that would have helped the story a lot if Breath of the Wild had it. And I know it's like an open world game and stuff like that. And this one isn't. It has like a a true story that it's telling the story of what happened before, you know, a hundred years before link was put into the, uh, you know, the, the cryostasis stasis the, sleep. Yeah, yeah. The stasis room. So, uh, and I just like for a couple hours, I was just going back on missions, just learning all of her moves. And like, I have, she's like my main character I play as. So, um, I just defeated the uh, first um, the the first champion, which is in uh, who is it? Who are the dolphin type guys? What are they? Oh, uh, the Zoras. The Zoras, yeah. Yeah. Fish so it, it, and it's really <laughs> <The> cool. <fish. laughs> yeah, the fish. <laughs> the the Shamu's, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool how they put the characters that were in the original game into there. It's really cool to see them. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been playing, and of course, a week from Friday is uh, dread.
0: Hell yeah, Elijah. You want to quickly go over what you've been playing? Sure. Uh, Really, the only thing that
3: I've been playing that isn't Apex Legends or Genshin Impact is Death Stranding Director's Cut, which I am absolutely loving this time around, and I think the reason. I didn't like it when i played on ps4 is i never stopped to ask can you continue the game after you beat it so i kept thinking i need to do all this stuff to get the platinum in the middle of the game which was really really wearing me down because i would just be constantly going back and forth doing stuff and i wouldn't make it a like podcast game or whatever because i just felt like something could happen story-wise i'll just jump in something, but it never did. And by the time I got to chapter five, I'm just like, I can't do this anymore, even though I really enjoyed the story and such. But the way I'm playing it now, I'm absolutely adoring this game. I cannot wait to jump in more. Uh, But that's really it. I know I'll
0: have three games to talk about next week, so keep an eye out. Look oh, my God. You. Keep an eye out, keep an ear out, keep keep a hand out so you can give Elijah a high five as he maybe your cruises toes right your past toes, you. Looking at you. Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> uh Austin, what have you been playing, my guy?
1: All right, George? So I'm just gonna make this quick since I know we're like a full cast this week. uh, more death loop that's the the main game I've been playing this week. still love it um, I won't really go into it. you know, if you listen to last week, you kind of know my thoughts, my thoughts are the same. I think it's fantastic, and um i the only thing I could see potentially beating it out for my game of the year is Metroid, and so we'll we'll see how that goes but um. Quickly, though, I did want to talk about um, the Halo Infinite beta, which uh, I somehow got into last week or over the weekend. I didn't play a ton of it. I didn't have too much time because the the beta was like time based, so you had like certain time slots every day that you could play in, and so um, I didn't have a ton of time to play it. I pl- I probably played at least maybe six or seven matches though, and man, that game plays really, 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 really good. Like just a major step up over five and not that like the gameplay of five was bad. I love the gameplay of five, but something about this really like just really stood out to me as like just stellar gameplay. I mean, it it really feels like, and I mentioned this in in our, in our frame skip slack, the last kind of first person shooter multiplayer I really got into was Titanfall two. And it really reminds me of that because it is so hell. Yeah. It is so fluid and scary. it's so fast, and I love that. Like I, I just love fast shooters, and um, it's it's fantastic. I think it it hits the perfect nail of like old old school Halo because it's you know most of the maps you have like a few guns, like two or three, which is like mm-hmm. very old school Halo. Yeah. Um, and I I just adore it. So I cannot wait to play more this coming weekend. And honestly, like even if the campaign sucks, like I could for sure see myself. Just investing so much time into this multiplayer this fall.
0: Fabi so. and I played through every Halo game together during like the first part of the pandemic. Like I think it was like last June, like leading up to like my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, And good grief, man. Like those games are just borderline perfect. I, I really think Halo is my favorite game as long as I'm playing it. And just hearing <laughs> you even talk about it, I'm just like, Went December 8th. Like, why isn't it November 8th? Why isn't it October 8th? Let's get it here as soon as possible. I am so excited for that freaking game. Fabio, what have you been playing, my guy?
4: Um, I was playing Death Loop um quite a bit and it was too fun. So I went to something more moody. <laughs> I took a break <laughs> and I've been playing um replaying. I've already finished uh Death Stranding, but just kind of picking up some of the new stuff um playing my old save on that and probably going to start a new save um and then uh also was trying to get the platinum for the last of us 2 and i think that might be kind of now one of my favorite games of all time i think it's kind of cemented itself into that um but yeah i've been playing that and then uh insurgency sandstorm i was playing the beta like crazy uh and so i'm really excited for that to come out tomorrow
0: We're going to need you to come on the podcast more in the future because you're you play like hyper competitive tactical shooters in a way that my brain can't process. And that's just like a language I don't speak.
4: It somehow it helps a lot with my anxiety personally. Um, It it just helps me because like with other games, I can kind of like unfocus and just. anxious and think about other things and i feel like something that requires that much attention kind of makes you not think about your real life (laughs) and it's just like i have to focus so hard on my like actual mechanical movements that um i feel like it helps focus me and like kind of line me up a little bit better uh so yeah i i love tactical shooters
0: very cool um i played two games mostly uh I finished Mass Effect one got the platinum and nice. it's just amazing when you roll into two like I think Mass Effect one is an incredible game but then just like rolling into two is just like everything is like it feels like it's made by a completely different team like it feels like those games are 10 years apart just in terms of technology in terms of scope in terms of ambition um in terms of storytelling, like it's just everything like feels more cinematic. It's just such like an impressive leap from one to two. And I can't wait to finish more of two. Like they just streamlined so much stuff and just like, no, we know which parts of the games you really like. So let's just get you back into those as fast as possible. Um, Besides that, I always make fun of visual novels and I make fun of people who play them. No offense, Austin, no offense, Elijah. I hate you. You're disgusting. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I found a visual novel game that I'm absolutely obsessed with oh, I the original full boyfriend no not have to dang Rampa uh, no I played the original Emily is away back when it oh, came right, out I think right. or back when it was available uh, back in like 2015 and this week uh, Emily is away 2 is on sale for like $1.25 and I can play it on my Mac and I grabbed it on my Mac and good grief you guys that game is just Nostalgia Simulator 2006, and I love it. The entire game plays out in like a an AIM client where you're just talking to your friends. And there's two girls in this game. One is named Evelyn, one is named Emily, and you're just chatting to them both. And the entire game is just you trying to have a conversation with both of them. And I guess it's like maintaining honesty and like making sure like your story doesn't get messed up as you talk to these two people. It was really strange because I remember being on AIM in 2006 and talking to people and trying to talk to girls about music and stuff like that. So this like was an actual time machine I got to walk in. Uh, But at other times, like these people would like these women would just like say things where like me as like a 31 year old, I'm like, oh well, don't worry. Like you're supposed to feel like that when you're 16. So it was like such a strange way of playing the game where I simultaneously felt like a contemporary of these two girls. While then also feeling like, I don't know, like an older brother or like a a, a parental figure or anything. So like there was no like romance when I played Emily's Away 2. And I like looked it up. Apparently that is like a possibility you can romance one of these two people. But I don't know, just like the conversations were like fascinating. And the fact that like, you know, you'd say bye and then like add two E's at the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did do that dumb stuff a lot when I was like a junior in high school. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember being like, kind of like blown away when I found out like, wait, this girl I like, she drinks beer. Like, I, I totally remember like that feeling and it just captures like this excitement that like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like it's just so singular to like the teenage, teenage youth. Uh, and it's at least like mine, you know, from like when I grew up because we are very much like the same day. Um. Uh, sorry, like born like very similar, like uh, same day, same year, all that stuff, and so like their their junior year is my junior year. It's just oh god, it's it's incredible. I cannot recommend this game enough, especially for a dollar twenty five.
3: I literally just went on and bought it. Yeah, I've been wanting and to I, play. I've been wanting to play two and three, and it being on sale for a dollar twenty four. I'm like, okay,
0: yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, I immediately bought three. I started it before this podcast, but I had to stop it to record this nice. podcast, and that's that's all I've been playing. Um, I will say though. I try to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 on Xbox every Wednesday now for triple XP. So if anyone's listening and wants to play that game, add me on Xbox Flawless Loftus. Let's play. Let's get some of that XP. Let's let's cruise through it in co-op. It's been a lot of fun. I played with Fabio a bunch. I played with Austin a bunch. I'll play with anyone who wants to play. And honestly, now George doesn't
4: I, want to play with me, apparently, and wants you guys to play with him. So that's cool. I guess I'll I just want a full team. I want a full, team. Want a
3: full honestly, team. Honestly, if I were to be home, home right. tomorrow night, I would
0: 100% be down. But it's the one night I'm not going to be home this week. SOB. Uh, it's also double XP do. weekend. And that's like when I can't decide what to play. I play Star Wars Battlefront 2. But we talked enough about games where we've been playing. Let's talk about games we cannot wait to play specifically games coming to Nintendo platforms so uh, last week we were graced with a Nintendo Direct I believe on the 23rd yes and it was pretty hefty right like without talking specifically about what was announced like this was a really big feeling direct right yeah oh yeah for sure. yeah absolutely all right uh good I'm glad it wasn't just me I was kind of blown away by a bunch of the stuff they they talked about um so how do you guys want to do this do You want me to just like run through the list or do you want to just talk about what stood out to you? And
3: I figured we can we'll... do like we did for the PlayStation Showcase. We can just run down the list. And when we find something we have something to say about, we can uh, say about it.
0: All right. First things first. Austin, awesome. I know you want to talk about this Monster Hunter Rise, the Sunbreak expansion. Let's go, baby.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. The, dude, the fact that they opened this direct for me was like, OK, this direct is perfect. Thank you. Thank you for the, the the later 39 minutes that followed the best announcement I literally could have asked for. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm I'm so excited. Um, it looks, it looks awesome. really cool. The The flagship monster looks so freaking cool. Um, oh, is that a new one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought that's so. The, that's the new flagship. And so they're going to be showing more of it by the time this podcast goes up at TGS on the 30th. So I'm really looking forward to see that. And um, supposedly they're bringing back some fan favorite monsters. And I'm really hoping that some of them are from four because Four's kind of gotten the shaft recently. And so we'll see. But yeah, I mean, cannot wait. Sorry, are you worried about Andy breaking up with you
0: when you inevitably buy a statue of that new flagship monster (laughs) for, for your apartment? Yes yeah
1: <laughs> as, as somebody who
0: owns like a hundred of them behind me yes
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the answer is probably no because i feel like she would also be like yeah we should get this yeah or uh, I was like oh, oh yeah she, I she mean, would have broken up with you
0: 82 statues ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so i cannot
0: wait cannot wait all right uh next up after that we got mario party superstars a game I can't tell if I'm excited about because I remember being really excited for the last Mario party, and then they just kind of didn't didn't really do a whole lot with it.
4: I'm surprised this isn't an expansion I am like too. I know it's like kind of like a remake, but you know it, or it has like old maps from a re- from older Mario parties from what I understood, but
0: um, yeah, they announced a whole bunch of boards from like the n sixty four game uh or sorry from the first two n sixty four games and I think a couple from like Gamecube and from Wii um like I would love to get this if you guys are getting this, but it's also like I will. Man, this really this should just I be like a thirty dollar expansion
1: for. Well, and the, yeah, for I
0: agree. The last and one.
1: the thing I will say, and I know they just like patched it in for the last Mario Party like a few months ago, but the fact that it finally has online multiplayer, that's a pretty big deal to me. So I, I think that would that would be fun if we all got it, uh, but that would be the only situation probably in which I would yeah. buy it is if we if we got it and knew we were going to play together.
0: I hate having people over at my home, but hey, I'll have as many of you as possible in a in a lobby somewhere. Let's do this.
2: <laughs> there was a time when Mario Party, when their sport titles, they were like robust, they were good, they were deep. I mean, not necessarily deep, but there was a lot to them. But now with like Mario Tennis, Mario Golf being released with just, you know, almost like a bare bones type of thing and then
3: Sir, he's he's called Dry Bones. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the last two Mario parties haven't been that good. They haven't been well received. It's interesting how, like, it seems like they're they're like just being lazy, you know.
4: I, I, I feel that. that. I, I feel like that with a lot of the newer Nintendo releases. They're they're they don't take a lot of risks. It seems, and uh, things start to look. Like they are in the same game, possibly. Like if you jammed up Mario, you know, uh, tennis and Mario Golf and a couple other of the games that come out, I would have believed it was like a Mario Party game. <laughs> like they don't look that different from each other anymore. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I feel that.
0: I get that. But also I want to take you guys back to like May of the year 2000 in a chunky little George Loftus running off the school bus, running up a hill, trying to get home. So he could just slam in the cart to Mario Party 2 and literally play it by himself. Like, I used to absolutely love the Mario Party games so much. So I'm always, always tempted whenever there's a new one. I'm like, maybe this is the one. And so (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this in the slack. May 2000, I was probably,
3: I think that was when I went to my very first concert ever and saw LFO Bewitched
0: in 18s holy crap on a yep. stick oh my god <laughs> oh man can you imagine like those tickets right now the reunion tour for that would sell for like a hundred and fifty dollars i would buy it and i would consider paying it george i couldn't name I a second song by bewitched but uh, i would probably go see them
3: i've got three other albums over here but
0: yeah. lfo lfo only ever had one hit song no, they didn't. They had they had they had a bunch. I don't want Did to. They? That. That's, All that's, I ever that's remember heresy. is Summer Girls. No, they had Summer Girls, they had the girl on TV. They, they had a they had a bunch. They had a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um also they're British. Like what? Um Speaking of Elijah though, uh, next game I know you got really excited for. We got Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars. Hell
3: yeah. So this is from Yoko Taro, who created the Nier games. And this entire game, it's an RPG played out in cards. So, like, not only are the battles played out in a card system, like, the town is laid out in a card system. And, like, you move through the town with cards. It's in, it's in a card PG. And uh, Can you play cards uh, as
4: cards? Like what, like, what happens to cards in the game? Like, if you come across a card, how does that present itself?
3: I have no idea. You got yourself a Gotta real the game to find out coming out there, but <laughs> it it looks so neat. There's a demo. I haven't downloaded I haven't played it yet, but I've been hearing nothing but good about it, and I'm so excited for it. Plus, it's Yoko Taro, so it's going to be wild AF.
0: Plus, it's Yoko Taro. Uh, Fabio, I think you're ex- excuse me, excited about this. Next one. Um, Disco Elysium Final Cut.
4: Yeah. Um... I'm super excited for that game. Uh, I haven't even finished it on PS5 (laughs) because I'm a fake fan um, mainly. But uh, yeah, it's an incredible game. And I just love the way that game, like no matter what choices you make, it will find a way to question your ideologies and the things you think are true (laughs) to yourself. Um, But it allows you to also play as a mad person, which is great. Um, So yeah, can't recommend that game enough so far. And I'm just glad that it's like coming to every platform that makes me really happy. Even Xbox
0: makes me happy too. I think the switch is probably like a great place to play it. Yeah, just like just definitely. being able to like lie down on the couch and just like, you know, have this while something's like just music's playing in the background or something like just not. The occupying music
4: the entire... is so beautiful in that game too. So like mm-hmm. you can even just have that playing and it's, it's really nice calming music. Like I think they use the song from bridge sea power with the band, which is really great. Um, yeah, I can't recommend that game enough. I, I, I'm considering repurchasing it just for my Switch.
0: Very cool. We'll talk about that because I might do that for a game later.
4: Talk about it
0: again. Um, Coach, this next one might be for you. Age of Calamity, Guardian of Remembrance. New DLC coming out this month. Are you going to finish the game in time to get some DLC?
2: No, I won't finish the game in time. But I know
1: it's for Austin. <laughs> I thought you fell off. No, I played all the way through it. Oh, how you did? did oh, damn. Dude, yeah. When
2: it came out, he was hooked. I remember how hooked you were
1: yeah you i lot. love that game um i do want to get it i just don't know if i'll get it right away i uh between death loop and and metroid and there's just a lot of a lot of stuff coming out so i don't know if i can fit dlc for for that game right now but it does yeah, look and good I mean, and we're,
0: we're all buying mario party superstars now so that's another that's one. true yeah that's true yeah.
1: in in that trailer they like at
3: one point someone says and they will give us this and i'm just like can you give us better frame rate <laughs> that's all I've ever heard about that game because it looks so neat because I love Hyrule Warriors but everything I saw was like it does not play well
1: it runs it better fine. though in the full game though because yeah. the, the demo was rough Okay, and the first level which they for some reason show constantly is rough but the rest of the game honestly is not bad I, okay. I, I thought it was fine um, I haven't yeah, run I mean,
2: into any issues there's more issues in Breath of the Wild when the grass yeah, is I'd wet and the sun hits it there's more.
0: It's just issues becoming someone a, a dunk on, on <laughs> Bot W, and I love it. I'm here for it.
1: Um, I, I like this, though, because when they first announced the, the DLC for this game, they said that there was not going to be any story content. And then I guess they changed their mind because this has story content. So it's this pretty neat. The story is too important. People, the people have a right. right to know what happened
0: 100 <laughs> years ago in Hyrule. We have to um, know. A, a game that I can totally foresee myself getting if I get the right kind of drunk on the right kind of night, Chocobo GP racing, baby. You look excited. (laughs) Talk to me about this game. So apparently this is a
3: remake of Chocobo Grand Prix for, from the PS one.
4: Who can forget Uh, that game?
3: Which apparently was pretty good (laughs) from what I hear. Like it wasn't bad at all. And uh, yeah, it's super adorable. Final fantasy Chocobo racing. And uh, I'm in you had me with all of
0: those things. I did like seeing the black mage really, really cute and really fast. That that made me happy. Um, Turns out they do make enough beer for me to drink, to buy this game. And I'm excited (laughs) to find out just how much that is. Um, After that, we got a tease for reveal for the final super smash brothers, ultimate
1: DLC character, a tease in a direct for a direct. Yeah. And fun fact, that's not the only time this happens this direct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how much would it cost? Do you guys know off the top of your head? I haven't played Smash Brothers really since like the first six months it came out. I don't think I bought any of the DLC. Do you guys know how much it would cost to get all the characters? I think like if you uh, already own the game,
3: I think sixty. Isn't it thirty dollars for ooh. a pass?
1: No, I think it's it might be twenty five pass, I wanna say. Yeah. Okay, so fifty. I'll have to look at it. And it doesn't double the amount of characters, right? No. Okay. It's 10 total.
0: I thought it was 10. I thought there were five. Maybe it's five each. Yeah. Wow. That's that's actually kind of steep. I'm kind of surprised to hear that. Um, all right. I'll do some research. I'll get back to you listeners. Don't worry about it. Um, next up a game I am so excited for. Uh, the last of Kirby, I mean, sorry, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's just Kirby going through like an apocalyptic wasteland. I can't going through shopping this.
1: malls. It looks so good. It looks, it looks incredible. so
4: depressing. Like, what <laughs> happened to the people? Did Kirby eat them? Are they dead? Like, what happened? And I just, yeah, I like that. Uh, that setting a lot. I like to of think us. of
0: Kirby like the DC villain Vandal Savage who just outlives all of humanity. And as he's, just, <laughs> he's just like there. He's like, yeah, didn't build a rocket in time. So it looks like I'm stuck on Earth until either uh, the sun explodes or the heat death of the universe, whichever happens.
2: first. <laughs> I like the stuff. fact that it looks like it's going to be semi-open world. You know, like it's not the typical side scroller. So it's exciting to see what that game is going to be like. And even though it's, you know it's a Kirby game. Hopefully this will like inject some new, you know, some adrenaline into the series.
0: I agree. I feel like it's at least every other game, if not every three Kirby games where you're like, Oh damn, that's a video game. Um, But like Kirby all-stars, I was not terribly impressed with Elijah. You look like you have something you'd like to say.
3: So I just looked it up. The first fighter pass is 2499 and has five characters. Fighter Path volume 2 is 29.99 and has 6 oh. characters. So it's Jesus. 55 for 11 characters. Yikes. Okay.
2: At least they're at least they're honest and you know what you're getting instead of like EA and you're buying stupid packs and you don't know what you're getting.
0: My man's got a point. Coach The Kyle Newman has a point.
1: I don't know if it's steep personally. I think because they're I mean they're adding I mean that's what $5 a character.
3: Yeah, you get the character and some like lands yeah, like a, an arena and some music and such i don't i i don't buy too many i i think i have bought like three fighter like fighting game dlcs in my life and it was all for the newest soul caliber so
0: i get that but like when you're getting like what was it 55 characters with the with the base game like oh, just that's, in, that's in like terms of or something yeah it's like okay, 80, 80 characters. characters yeah okay well just like in terms of that like that's the only thing but it's just also like, I feel like these characters are just more niche and I'm like, Oh, well the base game just speaks to me more anyway. But like, is this really, is this the last game? Are they just going to start porting this game? And then every time they port it to a new system, is there, are they going to just introduce new characters then? Like,
1: I know that's I the know. real question. Cause it's like, how much more can they do at this point? I mean, they've,
0: yeah. And like,
3: are they, <laughs> are they saying that like the next Nintendo console won't have a smash brothers game? Because this is the last one. Like, Yeah,
4: I I mean Mario Kart 8 came out a bunch of times like it seems like I I could absolutely see them doing the whole like
3: it did come out like well a good point it came out with all the DLC on the switch which yeah so that's what I
4: think that they will probably do that makes sense and then probably maybe somewhere down the line like a different type of smash but I could absolutely see them doing you know like a smash bros ultimate ultimate and it's just got like every part of the dlc and then you know a few more characters can come out later on
3: but smash is good unlike mario
0: kart 8 eh, shut
4: your
3: mouth mario kart 8's 8's like a
0: a borderline. millions of people disagree with you but
2: how is (laughs) mario kart 8 deluxe still in the top five Each month, like, did did Nintendo make a deal with Satan or something like that back in the 1800s? (laughs) Because uh, it's
3: the most accessible game on Switch. So, when somebody goes to buy a Switch, here's a Mario game and it's a kart racer, it's adorable. So, like, that's it. Everybody that I know gets a Switch has Mario Kart 8. It's also like one of the best racing games ever made. That's what I was gonna say too. Eh, but it was the first. It was the first game I got when I got a Switch. I literally bought a Switch on a whim to play with Austin and them when it came out. Like Mario yeah. Kart, Mario Kart Eight came out. I found a Switch at the store that day back when you still couldn't find Switches and got it. And I only had money in my PayPal account and had to find a shady site to like buy an eShop card with money from PayPal in order to get Mario Kart 8 to play with them.
4: I think this is one of those situations where like going to like coach's point too, like if you like this is where PC players win because they can buy the game once and get every upgrade that comes out along the way. Like how many times have Mm. we bought Skyrim? You know, like we're going to keep buying it and they know that GTA 5 is the same way. I just really wish they didn't charge 60 bucks for the upgrade for console players. Like it's 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 obviously not necessary Mm. if they could do it on PC. So it's just gross. Alan Wake some Remastered some is basically already
3: out on PC. If you think about it, so like, yeah, they are—they already have that upgrade.
2: I'm just hoping that they take a break on Mario Kart and like give us something similar, but F Zero. Mm-hmm. We, we need F Zero back in
3: our yes. lives. Yeah, yeah, I've like it. Even yeah. if
2: it's just a remake of uh, GX, right for GameCube. Um, That's a good game. That's what it was, right? GX?
3: Yeah, FC or GX.
2: Um, and AX was the arcade cabinet, which I would love to have that one day to own. Oh, that would that be a cool
3: cabinet, cabinet. to have. Um, but there's
2: like, think of the online stuff we could do with that game, man. That would be just phenomenal. But I know Mario Kart 8 is their moneymaker, man. They're just like, they don't have to make another game the rest of their life. That, it'll be 20 years from now and it'll still be
0: like in the top 10. You'll come at about $6,000. Yeah, because it's, it's really good. Uh, moving on. <laughs> $6,000. We spent so much time on Mario zero. Kart. They didn't even talk about Mario Kart. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners. We got distracted by nerd stuff. You
1: know, it was not announced a new Mario Kart game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh,
0: Animal Crossing New Horizons Focus Direct is coming in October.
1: That was the other
0: teaser that they mentioned. That we were alluding to, dude.
1: Thank God they are updating this game because it, it has literally not gotten an update since like last fall, which is oh my, really God. frustrating. Yeah, it like it, it just dropped off the face of the earth, and this is the update everyone's been waiting for because it's got Brewster, of course, the famous coffee owl bird man. Sure, yeah. yeah, he's how fantastic. Did we forget Brewster. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: that I just remember the beginning of the pandemic that sold a gazillion copies, man. That game just like. That will go down as Animal Crossing and the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Also known as Doom Eternal Day. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's
2: right. Oh my gosh, that was awesome when they came out with those images with uh, that was really Doom cute. Guy. And, and, uh, and Those images Isabel, were
0: adorable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I played like 40 hours of that game the week it came out and I haven't touched it
1: since. I'm like scared to go back to my island. I went back for Halloween last year and I think that was the last time that
4: sounds fun oh yeah i mean oh right. yeah a new
1: going year's a new year's we yeah andy oh. and i were at home on new year's so we just booted up animal crossing and did that as the clock rolled over
3: i don't think i've touched it since bunny day last year and there's a reason i haven't touched it again
2: bunny day last time i touched it was somebody's graduation
1: oh yeah i did touch it then <laughs> You know, taking you gotta, this out of context sounds disgusting. I have to. Say. Yeah, <laughs> f- phrasing.
0: Uh, <laughs> stop talking about touching it on the on on our podcast. It's about video games. Damn, and on um,
1: graduations and Bunny Day, man. Nice. <laughs> uh
0: Mario Golf Super Rush getting new courses and other free content. Uh, I believe Koopa was announced as a playable character. Yeah, There was also a Ninja character. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that is. I forgot about that.
2: Now, are they adding to the? are they adding to the campaign or is it just courses you could play online?
0: I would assume it's just courses you can play online. Yeah. That's a shame, honestly, to make yeah, that, that campaign. That, that campaign better. was amazing. Wasn't it short though? Like six tracks or six tracks, six courses. It was no. Cause you're, you have to do like multiple different objectives on every course. So like it is oh, the same okay. course, but like they would like throw curveballs at you with certain conditions and with certain rules. Um, God, I really really love that game.
4: I like the yeah, uh, the game. actual gameplay of it when you're playing golf. I just am not a huge fan of like the structure of the design on that game, um like the story mode itself. Like it just going town to town to buy like garbage clothes that I never even liked. Uh they weren't cute enough, George. Not cute enough clothes.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. They were not. Uh next up, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, the original game. Is coming to Switch on November 11th. Uh, This is what I was alluding to earlier about a game that might be perfect on Switch. I still don't really like this game. I've played it a bunch. I don't think it's like a very fun video game. I'm going to buy it for like the ninth time when it comes to Switch. I'm going to be like, (laughs) maybe this time, maybe this time will be the time. I don't think it will be. Of all
2: the games, this is the one that gets talked about the least on this Direct. From what i've seen
0: i think it's because this game is already like pretty readily available like you can buy this on mobile you can buy this on your xbox and like it runs great on your xbox like even on xbox one
1: um i think the remake stuff really like took the steam out of it too as far as like that was literally just announced like two weeks ago and now they're like yeah by the way here's the original (laughs) so it
4: might be a quick money grab it's out on so many things that like at this point make a little bit of extra money i guess you know right before the remake comes out oh, no, so, like just like bro
0: like i play this game on my iphone 4 you know and like yeah. the game ran fine on iphone 4 so it's yeah. like all right i'm supposed to be impressed because you released a 20 year old game on like a f- the price four-year-old console I'm worried about 10 years after i bought it on my phone like come on luckily yeah, i
2: not not um the ones in charge of Putting the price point, I'll say put 5999 for that thing.
3: And it would
0: never
2: yeah. <laughs> I know. It'd go down to 5997 on Black
0: Friday. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank you, mighty Nintendo gods. <laughs> um after that, Dying Light 2 is coming to Switch via the cloud on February 4th. Um this seems like the worst possible way to play this game. So I'm just yep, gonna yep. skip this announcement. Yeah. Um uh,
3: also here it doesn't mention they did announce that the first dying light is coming to switch october
4: i wanna say did they say that that was cloud based no, or is they, that going to this, be the a second download? one
3: the second one is cloud based the first one you can get download or physical
4: interesting that's going to run like hell okay
0: yeah yeah It is <laughs> tight <laughs> yeah. uh triangle strategy the new game formerly known as Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> Sorry, um, it worked for him last time. They'll do it yeah, again. Oh uh, yeah, with Project Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Yep. Um, they should uh, yeah, it like to Project switch.
1: Square Strategy or something.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Project Pentagon. Baby. Well, this
3: naming scenario is a square
0: strategy. Okay. I mean, it is really cool that they build infinite sequels into the actual titles of the game. Um, Do you guys care about this game at all? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's really good. You know, I do want to get back into uh, because it's strategy RPG, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been thinking about getting back into uh, playing some strategy RPGs. So that would be a fun one just to play. And I just love the look, the art style of that.
3: They're so good. Like. what they do with their games is amazing.
0: This is the, uh, I am Setsuna team. No, this is the,
3: I think Octopath was their first game. Yeah. Oh, Okay.
4: Yeah. I didn't get around to Octopath traveler. I know it's on game pass. I have it downloaded. I've never touched it, but, um, yeah, same. <laughs> I do like me some, yeah. Tactical RPGs. Like I, I love playing, uh, three houses, final, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, but it, like I could use the I could use without the art style. Like it's a great tactical game, but like yeah, I don't know. It just it this, looks this like an style, MMO to me.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah this this art style seems really appealing. I like it a lot.
0: This one seems cool too, and like I really want to play Octopath on my Switch. I just don't want to pay sixty bucks for it. Actually, um, I'm finding Octopath a lot for like thirty. All right, well just shoot me a link. Free on Game Pass. And it, yeah, and it's on Game Pass. I want to play it on my Switch. That's. Fair. Um, moving on uh metroid dread austin i know you're really looking forward to this one
1: yeah i mean they showed off i haven't really been keeping up with the what do they call it like the dread reports or whatever they're saying i haven't they've been like releasing one like every week for the past couple months and um i guess this was just like the newest one that they showed off but yeah i mean this game this game looks so good and um i didn't mention it in in the games i've been playing because i didn't really want to kill time or anything but i have been playing the the remake of two on 3ds and and that has me a lot more excited for this because i'm um, just kind of seeing this gameplay it looks so smooth and um just can't wait i mean it's it's next friday so i'm hoping i can beat death loop by then that's my that's my real goal
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. very cool um next up they announced uh there's a expansion coming to switch online we're gonna get more retro games from more consoles um I'm just going to we're getting games from the Sega Genesis and we're also getting games from the Nintendo 64 really quickly. Uh, the launch line up for N64 is Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Sin and Punishment, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, Winback, which I've never heard of before. Yeah, baby. Story. Uh, Good old with win, more guy. games to come, including Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Majora's Mask, uh, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, Mario Golf. Hell yeah. Uh, Paper Mario and F Zero X. Um, I'm not gonna read off the Genesis games. Uh, most importantly, during this, they announced that we are getting wireless controllers for the Switch, uh, for the Sega Genesis, like the original 1990 or 1989 Sega Genesis controller, three buttons, the A, B, and C button, uh, as well as wireless N64 controllers. And I think this is fantastic news until they revealed that they were gonna be 49.99 each. In which case, I wanted to just jump in front of traffic because Nintendo always does such a good job of showing me something really cool and then just punching me in the mouth for ever wanting it. <laughs> well, I, I did post in a couple of stuff on Twitter.
2: You can get the Mayflash Nintendo 64 adapter so you can use that controller that will plug into your Switch. So you don't have to spend 50 bucks and you can still get that. That feel of an original game, you know, playing with the Nintendo yeah. 64 controller. Now, do you have an original uh, Nintendo brand uh, N64 controller? And how is the analog stick? And if both of those are good, the Mayflash adapter is only like twenty bucks. So, and that's good. And then, as far as the uh, people were complaining that Japan gets the the six button yeah. Genesis controller, and we get the three. But if you go on to 8 Bit Do, they have a really, and I I bought it for my, um, the Mega SG. Um, I bought that, their six button Genesis controller um, that I could also use on the Switch. And so you don't have to, you know, you could still get that um, original gameplay feel with the controllers. You just gotta, you know, kind of go out of your way. But I mean, it's just a, Twenty dollar purchase on Amazon for sure. the Mayflash adapter.
3: I want to give credit to them for something. So one of the Sega Genesis games coming is named Musha. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a shoot 'em up that is super incredibly rare. Like just the cartridge itself goes for almost three hundred and fifty bucks. We there is now, now scalpers. There is now a very easy way for people to be able to play this game without spending that money like you know me i like to have complete copies of games this game goes for almost a thousand dollars complete i couldn't do that i wouldn't buy just the cartridge so like i can finally play musha which i'm super excited about
2: but that's when emulation is like okay come on that's not that's when emulation (laughs) is okay
3: you know you you know emulation isn't my style that's a lie I'm just not very good at doing it I tried it with PS2 well, I tried to do a PS2 to play a European games it broke my computer I don't know what I'm doing
0: we also as a podcast well, I feel like we can't say we condone emulation
1: right well I you can like, as long as you're on the game yeah I mean, if it works so. the
3: game I was trying to play I own you just literally However, can't you can't even play a European PS2 on a, an American TV so like Emulation is the that. only way I've got going unless I literally import an, like, an old TV also, which I <laughs> kind of want to do.
2: When I played um, Mario 64, when it came out on the uh, 35th anniversary collection, I was really impressed with their emulator. Because there hasn't been a good Nintendo 64 emulator. So I knew at some point they had to do this. So the biggest thing for me for this that I was looking for was their emulator for Nintendo 64 games. And it's a good lineup. And there's so much more. Cough yeah. Cough, Rogue Squadron, and Battle for Naboo.
0: Also, I mean, dude, with the way that, like, Microsoft and and Nintendo have been chummy lately, like, I'm not ruling out Diddy Kong Racing. I'm not ruling out Perfect Dark. I'm not ruling out maybe even Goldeneye. Like, maybe. that That's that's super confusing now, just because, like, I think Amazon owns the license to James Bond now. Didn't they buy I didn't even the know MGM? that. I think yeah, they bought the catalog.
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, right.
0: So like that becomes murky there, but like I don't know. Like I, th- I think this is like really exciting about like a, a sort of partnership between the two of them existing.
4: I feel the um, opposite about this <laughs> because oh, no. I don't know. I just feel like Nintendo's a little too late um, with the library that they're deciding to release. Uh I I honestly like I love the idea of game preservation because you know it's kind of it's impossible to play some of these older games now. Um, but I, I I think that the game lineup that they're coming out with just doesn't make sense to my brain because they've already released an Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remake on the 3DS, and then they already came out with Mario 64 remake. So I don't know. I just I know it's not exactly the same a one-to-one because of the changes that they've made, but um, I much would have rather see like GameCube or, you know, even just like newer games like 3DS games that have no other way of playing them and you can't buy a console anymore. I would have liked to see those games come to the Switch more than the 64. And I know everyone's been begging for the 64 games to come out, but I think like the, the, the time that it took them to get to this point, now they've already remade the games, made better versions of them, in my opinion, at least. And, you know, those are a little bit more readily available. And, you know, it just seems like a really strange decision to wait this long. And instead of just doing like GameCube, where, you know, you can't play most of those games anymore. I want to play Enter the Matrix again in a really great HD way. Give me that. I
3: I just Just want you to know I'm playing Enter the Matrix again before the new movie comes out. I approve of your style. That game is terrible. (laughs) I absolutely love it.
4: It's so bad. I was playing it a few months ago. It's great
0: i i agree i also i can't believe that like right like they just skipped over gamecube games when they were doing like uh virtual console stuff on wii u like they went right. from like n64 to to wii games that's like you guys you, you right. sobs how dare you uh moving on uh smaller announcements before like a bigger one uh shadow run trilogy coming to switch i don't know Shadowrun trilogy does anyone here know that game series all right forging ahead. Uh Castlevania Advance Collection. This is awesome. Awesome. Elijah, anything you want to say?
3: I'm so excited for this. I only ever get to play one of these games. So uh I need to
0: actually it's out now. I need to grab it. I'm so excited. Act Razor Renaissance available now on Switch. I am super excited to check this out this weekend. I have heard I heard about Act Razor when I was like in college. It sounded like just the coolest game ever. And then I remember trying to play it on Virtual Console, and it's like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Not the not the side-scrolling combat sections; those are gorgeous, you know, sixteen-bit uh, sprite work. But like the yeah. actual sim part, where your god uh, <laughs> looks like Whoa. butt. So I'm really excited to see this game remade. And uh, we love a good shadow drop, don't we? Don't we, boys?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of all games to shadow drop, I feel like ActRaiser is a, a pretty cool one. I have to but say, though. I think it's a little ugly. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but I think the Uh I'm it's not the style I would have wanted it to be. Yeah. It's kind of um, got like a pixel art, like clip art type background kind of feeling to me. And... <laughs> well it's like uh it's like Mid-Hog 2
0: almost, right? <laughs> yeah. Like a little yeah. like, ooh, ooh. You picked the you, you like the different parts of this era of games yeah. than I do. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, besides that, uh Deltarune, chapter one and two came to Switch. Uh I never played any of those games before Deltarune or the other one the big Undertale.
4: one Undertale Undertale's great.
0: Yeah. I got I'll have to pl- check it. I got out. the platinum for it super easy.
3: The game was okay to me. I I can I can 100% see why people like it. I can totally get it. It just wasn't it's charming. For me. Yeah.
0: All right. The music um, though. I'll... amazing. I listen Very to the soundtrack cool. all the time. God, game soundtracks underrated. Um They also announced uh, the voice cast for like the Mario movie. Um, I kind of want to dedicate more time than I think we have to this. So I think we should talk about this next week. Um, Fabio, if you can come back next week, that'd be dope. If not, please record something on your own about the cast and we'll just like drop it into the, into the episode. Uh, There's a lot to say about the cast, I think, but too much to say because we're already an hour deep.
1: Um, yeah splatoon keegan 3? michael key is toad is is pretty much all you have to say and oh my god charlie
0: day is <laughs> luigi is just incredible
1: <laughs> damn it we're doing
0: it all right no next week next week next week next week um splatoon 3 which is just a, it looks like a dreamcast ass game and that gets me so excited like it, it, it looks, looks so like good. a jet set radio future adjacent
1: dude the story mode looks awesome because it's like I- the thing is, and I was talking to Coach about this the other day. I love Splatoon two, but it was almost a carbon copy of Splatoon one. I mean they they really didn't change much of anything. Um, they had new maps and like new weapons, I guess. Um, but it it really like it, it felt like you were playing the same game to me. And this one looks like it has so much more unique and interesting content, with like the story mode being this like post apocalyptic world and like just garbage everywhere and you have this little like pet fish or whatever it is and there's just weird interesting stuff that's happening and i love it and i can't wait for this game
3: i really want to play the expansion to splatoon 2 but that would require me to buy splatoon 2 which is never on sale and if it is That'd it's like 40 dollars. and i said i would play it when i could get the game and the expansion together for 40 dollars, and that's never happening so it looks like i'm just playing three
2: I might have two copies of that game, Elijah. So once I move in and look at all my stuff, if I do, I'll send you out my extra copy. You're the best.
0: I actually, I I, I legitimately really do want to play Splatoon. It's a good game. Bros, loving bros. You love to see it. Austin, do you
2: think the reason why it felt like the first one is because they wanted to get it out on the Switch so quick? Because it released early on.
1: No, for sure. Because it was like a really quick turnaround. It was like Splatoon 1 had maybe been like two years before or something like that. It was like really quick. And so I think part of it was kind of just that they had seen that the, the game was successful on Wii U. You know, it, it, it had a lot of, of players and and the people that owned a Wii U pretty much owned Splatoon 1. Um, but then when they saw the, the su- success of the Switch, I think they were kind of like, well, we need to like get this game over here and, and get it out there for people to play. Um, because I mean, you played a decent amount of it, right, Coach?
2: Yes. Yeah. And what was cool is we had a. It was a small group, but we were dedicated when we were in Saudi Arabia. You know. Oh, you guys were that playing we play, play, it. Yeah, we play once. A, we would get TVs together and and we were playing with each other. That's awesome. So That's we awesome. had a blast out there. Is
1: playing. this a game you've ever had any interest in, Fabio?
4: Yeah, I I loved the first platoon on Wii U. Um it came with it and I probably would have bought it anyway. I, I adore that game, but um, I think my problem with Nintendo is I never like had a good team to play with. Like it's really, I, I, I don't think you need a whole lot of communication, but I think it's probably more fun with team members that you can chat with. Um, and that was like, obviously lacking on the Wii U and now on the switch, unless you yeah. have a cell phone. Um, <laughs> oh God, But yeah, I, I, I never played too. I, I didn't get around to it. It's like, it's been 60 bucks like that was mentioned (laughs) earlier so i just never like i've been waiting for a sale for it but it never happened so yeah i'll probably pick up three if if i can get people to play with um it seems like a really fun just like mindless party game
1: yeah for sure and it is a blast to play with other people um yeah They, Yeah, they when you when you meet up and 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 talk with other people as you're playing it's so much fun and there, there's even like a horde mode in two, which they added in. That was like kind of the big new thing they added in two, and that was a lot of fun. So, that was so fun. Looking forward to see what they do with three.
4: I like Gang two? Wars. Gang Wars are great in that game. I want more of that. Team Mayo. <laughs> in
0: that case, God, Fabio, keep watching the wire. Uh you're gonna love season four. Um oh this <laughs> this three. game though, like Splatoon 2 made me feel like a teenager in such a weird way. Where like it it did just get like Excitement, like, you know, like tingly, like, I'm so excited to jump into this weird thing I barely understand. Like, it, it, that was how it made me feel like a teenager, where I'm just like, what the hell is this game I barely know anything about? um And I really didn't even play it that much, which is why I'm so excited for three, because I remember really enjoying two. And I cannot wait to jump into this game.
2: Well, I mean, I think about it though, you know, Nintendo, they're so, you know, you would never see Nintendo create a first person shooter. Or even a third person shooter, but they took the popularity and they made this game that runs so well online. And you're just you're painting, you know, you're you're throwing down paints and it's it's just a really good way to just
0: have fun playing video games, you know? Yeah. That's that's really well said. Um the emphasis on fun is pretty incredible. Yep. Um and then finally bayonetta three austin i know you're most excited so why don't you start and then we'll cascade and <sighs> oh my god i'm bayonetta so three.
1: excited for this game and dude the second i saw this trailer i know some people apparently were fooled because that little which i didn't play astral chain so i, I didn't really get the connection but that little like dog character they showed apparently is from astral chain and uh, so okay. some people were like oh is this astral chain too but no the second i saw like maybe it was just because i was hopeful but on the skyscraper in the background, like in the first two or three seconds of the trailer, it says platinum. And I was like, okay, here we go. Bayonetta three, here we go, baby. And I was so ready, and it was, and I was so excited. Um, no, man, two Bayonetta two specifically is one of my all-time favorite video games. Um, just because the the gameplay is so fluid and the the world is fascinating to me and and the story is so, so, so good. And um, I, this is just a game I've been dying to play, and and just so excited for. And so to finally see something aside from like that brief little thing they showed us, like in twenty seventeen or whatever it was. Yeah, um, like
0: four four years, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was twenty seventeen. To finally see this, and and finally see gameplay, and and see the world, and kind of the the story hints, which I'm not going to spoil for people that haven't played Bayonetta because Bayonetta. It really has a fascinating story to me, but kind of seeing the character and like her hair design and what that might mean for the, for the story. It's just really, really interesting. And um, this aside from monster Hunter, uh sunbreak was by far the, the biggest thing of, of the show for me. Bayonetta looks like an Elijah game.
3: I don't like Bayonetta, but Oh, <laughs> plot twist, but I'm, I want to give the first one another shot. Because even though I hear two is so much better, I don't want to pay Nintendo prices for two, not knowing what I'm getting into. So I'm going to give one another shot and see if it, if it interests me enough to play through the first one, then I will look at getting two. But I just remember back at at the time when I played it, I could not get into it. Then again, I played it on apparently the worst system to play it on. And that was back three, baby. Yep. That was back before I enjoyed that style of game because I couldn't even get into the older Dead or Lives or not Dead or Alive but Double May cries before, and then after I played five, I started the other ones.
1: So when well, they've maybe they've I'll got like, it like again. the um, they've got like the Vanquish and Bayonetta like double pack right on PS4, isn't that a thing?
4: Vanquish yeah, that's probably is probably a good great. place to Go play. Out, it. You're
1: right. That's probably <laughs> the best place to play the first game.
4: Yeah.
2: Or do you have a PC, <laughs> Elisha? I do. Just I'm wait not, till I'm December not play it when PC. it's. Yeah, but if you wait till December, it's going to be like pennies on the dollar. So if you're worried about paying Nintendo prices, just get it on Steam. But
0: I feel like right. he's going to want the Vanquish Bayonetta Dual Pack for his library. Yeah, because anyway, I just brought so that up.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I'll say too, Elijah, is you you do need to play the first game before two. So if you're if you're not interested in one, if you if you go back to it and play it again, and you're still not interested, then I I would just say that the the series might not be for you because. Story-wise, I think it, it might be kind of hard to understand, too, without playing one. You'll never
4: understand that haircut if you don't play the first one. <laughs> you are Why'd correct. she get bangs? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt her? Why did
0: she get bangs? <laughs> did you know there's a movie? What? There's
3: a, there's a Bayonetta movie? Yeah. Bayonetta Bloody Fate.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. A, Isn't
3: it like this? Is it animated or animated. CGI? Animated, yeah. yeah. And the description gives me nothing. Samurai and video game vixen Bayonetta researches her mysterious origins.
2: I think it's a okay.
4: video okay.
2: I think it's, it takes place after two.
0: I used to watch video. I think Bixen you're online. right. Yeah. All right, uh, that was the final announcement. <laughs> Fabio, do you have anything you want to say about Bayonetta?
4: Um, I I, I tried to play the first one and I couldn't oh. get into it's. It's. Uh, I think I just. I don't know. I don't know what happened to. I really like Platinum Games, but that was just one of the series that I didn't like connect with right away um but yeah i need to go back to to trying that one out and figure out how that haircut happened (laughs) my story
0: is elijah's story just ran like bud on ps3 and that's what i was trying to play everything on back then so never gave it a fair shake because of that so all right well we just covered the nintendo direct from september 23rd uh we're a little long so i think we're gonna cut it here I do really want to talk about the Mario movie casting. So we're going to cover that next week, whether we can get Fabio back or just get a little snippet from him. uh, will be super fun. So look forward to that next week. Um, If you're listening to this podcast, that's great. That means, you know how to listen to this podcast. Please tell your friends that they can listen to this podcast on every possible service they can imagine. I listen to it on an iOS app called overcast. You can listen to it through the podcast app. You can listen to it through Spotify
1: Are we on Zune? Is that still a thing? Uh, You know, (laughs) we can be on there if you want us to be, George. If you need us at Zoom, we can get to Zune. Napster. Yeah,
0: we're we're available on LimeWire and Acquisition uh, and other (laughs) P2P networks. Um, FrostWire. Don't tell Lars. Oh, God, I remember FrostWire. It's totally different than LimeWire, I promise. (laughs) It's going to give your computer a completely different type of AIDS. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's see, you can reach Coach at Frameskippod on Twitter You can reach Austin at Austin J. Eller on Twitter You can reach Elijah at LocoLizardMan on Twitter You can reach Seth, who's not here, at Seth the '90s Kid on Twitter Please don't follow him, though You can reach myself <laughs> at PurpleBird616 on Twitter And Fabio, I'm going to let you decide Do you want people to reach out to you on the Twitters?
4: sure why not i'm at sabio fantana
0: yeah so fabio's name is fabio santana so just switch the f and the s and you <laughs> yes, got it which is perfect, so creative because wow. you're listening to frame skip which is also an f and an s so just swap that so you're listening to wow <gasps> this was meant to sramf. be and, and you got it see how easy it is thank you so much for listening to the 70th episode of frame skip and we will be back in your ear next week smoochies peace thanks y'all having me. Love and war.